0: This is the Read, Write, and Create podcast. The podcast where you get a bite-sized session of creative writing coaching from me, Lori L. Tharps. I'm an award-winning author of both fiction and nonfiction, a journalist, and a former college professor. I've spent more than 20 years writing, teaching, and coaching creative writers, so I created this podcast because I want to help as many BIPOC writers as possible get their stories out of their heads and into the world. Are you ready? Let's go. On episode 24 of the podcast, we're talking about the intersection of identity, writing, and the work of making the world a better place. That's right, my wonderful BIPOC writers. You're getting a pep talk appropriate for the times we're living in. Times when the world is in desperate need for new narratives and new stories. A time when voices are being silenced, books are being banned, and dangerous political ideas are being offered up as solutions to the problems at hand. But do not despair. This is a pep talk, not an overview of everything that's wrong with the world. I'm going to help you see how your unique identities, your words, and your stories are exactly what the world needs more of right now. Today's pep talk is meant to motivate you and inspire you to use your words to move the arc of the moral universe towards justice. And I'm going to be using the life and times of Audrey Lorde to help me get my point across. So let's get into it. Hello, wordsmiths, writers, and scribes. Welcome back to all of my regular listeners, And welcome to anyone who's tuning in to the Read, Write, and Create podcast for the very first time. I am super happy that you are all here today. Before we get into today's pep talk, I need to take a moment to point out that we are sitting in the sacred month of February as we are recording. And why, do you ask, is February sacred? Is it because I was born in this month? Is it because it's Black History Month in the United States? you're actually approaching the truth. The thing is, for those of us who believe in magic, the wisdom of the ancestors, and synchronicity, then it is absolutely impossible not to feel the literary energy bundled up in this magical month. Why? Because February is the month when the most famous Black writers were born. Now, I've already written a blog post cataloging the list of the incredible amount of famous Black writers born in February. So I won't go into listing them all right here, right now, but just to give you a little taste of the who's who of Black literary figures born in February, it includes Langston Hughes, Alice Walker, Toni Morrison, Jacqueline Woodson, Victor Lavelle, And Frederick Douglass, yes, all of these amazing Black writers were born in February. And that's not even half of them, which is why I personally no longer call February Black History Month. I refer to it as Black Literary History Month because with this embarrassment of literary riches all born in the same month, I say we should be talking about Black authors every day in February who's with me? (laughs) I'm seriously, I don't know who I have to call to get one of those official declarations of uh, official month, but I really think we should all be referring to February as Black Literary History Month from now on. Now, on that same line of thinking, today's literary ancestor that inspired this episode, Audre Lorde, was also born in, can you guess what month? Yes, February, and if you're listening to this show in real time, the day that we're releasing the episode is actually the day after her birthday. Yes, let us begin. Audrey Geraldine Lord was born on February 18th, 1934 in New York City. Her parents were both from the Caribbean, her father was from Barbados, and her mother was from Grenada. Like Maya Angelou, Audre Lorde found her voice through poetry as a young child, often speaking through poetry instead of using regular speech. As an adult, Audre Lorde worked in a few different professions. She was a librarian for many years. She also worked as a teacher and a professor and a publisher. Over the course of Audrey's lifetime, she authored many books of poetry, as well as books of essays, including the popular Sister Outsider. She also wrote memoir and her famous biomythography, Zami, A New Spelling of My Name, which today we would probably categorize as autofiction. Audrey Lorde is also widely known for her book, The Cancer Journals, where she chronicled her experiences as a black woman dealing with breast cancer. As an activist and as a writer, Lord's work, quote, speaks to the importance of struggle for liberation among oppressed peoples and of organizing in coalition across differences of race, gender, sexual orientation, class, age, and ability. An internationally recognized activist and artist, Audre Lorde was the recipient of many honors and awards, including the Walt Whitman Citation of Merit, which conferred the mantle of New York State Poet for 1991 through 1993, unquote. And that quote is from the Audre Lorde Project. Those are the broad brushstrokes of Audre Lorde's life. But what does she have to teach us specifically as BIPOC writers? A lot, actually. Let's begin with identity. Lesson number one from Audre Lorde, claim your identity to make your writing more powerful. Audre Lorde said this about her identities and its impact on her writing. Quote, when you narrow your definition to what is convenient or what is fashionable or what is expected, what happens is dishonesty by silence. I learned to speak the truth by accepting many parts of myself and making them serve one another. This power fuels my life and my work unquote. so Audrey Lord was masterful at claiming her multiple identities, and she was very unapologetic about it. Audrey Lord never introduced herself as a woman or never just claimed the identity Black woman. She never defined herself by her professional roles either. She never tried to hide any part of herself when speaking her identity out loud. Her race, her sexuality, her politics, it was always there in her bio statement. Audre Lorde always described herself as, quote, a Black lesbian feminist socialist mother warrior poet. And pro tip, she always capitalized the B in Black when referring to Black people. So Lord crafted her own identity by claiming all of her intersecting parts. She didn't try to fit in any box or category. Even the spelling of her name was molded to her own liking. Her parents named her Audrey with a Y spelled you know, A-U-D-R-E-Y like it's most commonly spelled, but she liked the symmetry of her name that ended with E on both ends, so Audrey and Lord. So she simply dropped the Y from her first name. It was her intersecting identities that inspired Audrey's writing and made her such a powerful global activist. So, The lesson that we learned from her is that if you claim all your parts and let those identities fuel and empower your writing, your writing becomes that much more powerful and that much more accessible to that many more people. Don't be afraid to show the world who you really are. Lesson number two, your writing can be your way to change the world. Even though she only lived for 58 years, when Audrey Lord was in her early 20s, she already understood her assignment, and that was to write and to teach. She understood her art, that is her writing, was going to be her way of making an impact on the world. She said, quote, I looked around when I was a young woman, and there was no one saying what I wanted and needed to hear. I felt totally alienated, disoriented, crazy. I thought that there's got to be somebody else who feels as I do, unquote. So Audrey took up her pen and started to write poetry and eventually essays, memoir, and anthology. Audrey Lorde unapologetically wrote for women about women. And she said, quote, this is so important that it bears repeating. I write for those women who do not speak, for those who do not have a voice because they Slash, we were so terrified because we were taught to respect fear more than ourselves. We've been taught that silence would save us, but it won't, unquote. Audre Lorde championed Black women, feminist thought, being queer, being a mother, and embracing our difference instead of letting them divide us. And every bit of her writing was used to further her fight. She said, quote, So the question of social protest and art is inseparable for me. I can't say it's an either-or proposition. Art, for art's sake, doesn't really exist for me. What I saw was wrong, so I had to speak up. I loved poetry and I loved words. But what was beautiful had to serve the purpose of changing my life, unquote. I feel it's safe to say that Lorde's writing was not meant to explain Blackness or explain feminism or queerness to men or to white women. She was writing for women, about women, to empower women. As Roxanne Gay wrote about Audre Lorde, she said, quote, she made herself visible and gave other women permission to make themselves visible in a world that would prefer that they disappear and stay silent," unquote. And that's why Audre Lorde's work moved the needle. Women who had been marginalized tended to be silent and afraid. Lorde's work showed them the way to claim their own power, and that's what we need more of. Women who have been traditionally marginalized claiming their power, sharing their perspectives and stories, and challenging a status quo that wasn't meant to serve us. We can do all that with our words. Finally, lesson number three, your story can save a life. Audre Lorde unapologetically used her own life as a starting point for her poetry, essays, and books. She was a regular journaler, and she said that her poetry often began as captured thoughts and emotions from her journals. Knowing the power of shared experience Lord was masterful at making the personal universal. She was not afraid to show her messy, conflicted and crazy parts. She said quote, "We need to share our mistakes in the same way we share our victories, because that's the only way learning occurs." Audrey Lord said she wrote her very well-known memoir, "The Cancer Journals," because she felt so alone and isolated as a black lesbian going through cancer treatment. There were no books by Black women who had been through what she was facing. She said, quote, writing the cancer journals gave me the strength and power to examine that experience, to put down into words what I was feeling. It was my belief that if that work were useful to just one woman, it was worth doing, unquote. Using your stories to change the world doesn't mean you have to write a treatise on racism or a book that dismantles white supremacy in three easy steps. Your contribution to this world we're living in right now could be a memoir or novel that is based on your own precious life. Helping another soul understand that they are not alone, that someone else in the world understands their pain or unique experience is empowering. And what we need is empowered individuals, particularly women and BIPOC people, because honestly, I think they're the ones who are going to be the ones to save the world. You can mark my words on that. Audrey Lorde died in 1992 when her breast cancer returned. She was only 58 years old. Like Lorraine Hansberry, Audrey Lorde was a light that was extinguished too soon, it almost hurts to imagine what else she could have been able to give had she been able to live a full life. But her early and untimely death cannot erase everything she did teach us. Even if you read nothing that Audrey Lord ever wrote, the way she lived her life as a writer and an activist is instructive. Remember these rules that she lived by. One, embrace your whole self. Bring all of your identities to the table when you write and to the world. Watch how your intersecting identities will empower you and make your writing that much more interesting, alive, and relevant to more people. Not for nothing, but tapping into all of your identities, you'll also have access to way more story ideas, both fiction and nonfiction. Next, your writing can be your form of social protest. Just like the Society of Professional Journalists' Code of Honor or Audre Lorde wrote to give voice to the voiceless, particularly women. When you speak for those who have no voice, for those whose voices have been deliberately silenced, your writing becomes a vehicle for justice. And finally, your story can save a life. If you acknowledge that your imperfections can be somebody else's salvation, then you will relish the opportunity to share your stories. BIPOC writers, I'm specifically speaking to you right now. Do not wait for perfection to put your stories out into the world. Share your pain. Share your pleasure. Share your experiences because we don't have enough of them out there. Audrey Lorde published 18 books in her truncated lifetime because, as I said, she understood her assignment. Do you. All right. That is the official end of our pep talk. I hope my words and the work of the late, great Audre Lorde left you inspired and motivated to claim your true, whole self and to write. I hope you feel a deeper connection and commitment to your literary projects and practice. I will leave links in the show notes for further reading on the incredible life and works of Audre Lorde. Thank you for listening to this award-winning podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy creating it. If so, be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you love to listen to podcasts. That way you won't miss a single inspiring episode. Also, if you could please take a moment and leave a rating or review for the show on Apple Podcasts, That would make me so happy. But more importantly, it will help more people find the show. And then they'll get inspired to write. And then they'll be working to get their stories out into the world and we'll all benefit. So come on, people. Write those reviews. That would be very awesome. And speaking of awesome, if you're looking for more awesome creative writing inspiration and useful resources for your literary life, be sure to check out all of the content on the Read, Write, and Create website at readwriteandcreate.com. Don't forget, that's R-E-E-D writeandcreate.com. While you're there, you can also sign up for the Read, Write, and Create newsletter, which is the first place where you'll find out about my latest classes and creative offerings. And just so you know, what my most recent creative offering is, it is The Sanctuary. The Sanctuary is a private membership community for BIPOC women writers who want to get published and get paid. Inside The Sanctuary, we offer writing workshops, co-writing sessions, author visits, beta readers for your work, and opportunities galore to get published and to get paid, all for only $37 a month. Yep, that's it. So if you're a BIPOC woman writer who has been searching for a supportive community and accountability for your writing projects, visit the Sanctuary link on the Read, Write and Create website. And of course, I will leave a link in the show notes. The Read, Write and Create podcast is produced by me, Lori L. Tharps. Our editor is Brad Linder, and our theme music was by Wattaboy. I'll be back in two weeks on Monday with another exciting literary guest. Until then, keep writing.